Are there patterns to being a successful entrepreneur? And if so, what are they? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What's up, what's up, what the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your daily dose of successful patterning learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, well, that, my friend, is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire. It absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm here hitting you with yet another solo success episode on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur as we dive deep into success with actionable advice tips and steps designed to help you level up your game because as we already know there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day whoo did you happen to notice what episode this is dude and I'm, I'm not talking about the title and we'll get to the content here in a minute we are on episode 200 200 the bicentennial y'all and you know while i would love to reach back and pat myself on the butt for reaching 200 episodes and you know i will don't get me wrong uh, i really want to reach out digitally across the interwebs and the digital space that separates us and pat you on the back and shake your hand and give you a tip of the hat because it's because of you that I'm still here. Uh, and I can tell you, it was not too long ago, I'll say two or three weeks ago, I was sitting down on my easy chair down in the living room and I'm like, man, do I want to keep doing this? Because it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I love interviewing all the amazing guests I've been able to bring on and having a good time and dropping the knowledge that they drop and then expanding on that knowledge from my experience and my insights and my thoughts. But there's work. <laughs> you know, you get up here and you got to put things together and you got to get it out there and you got to publish it. And you got to promote it. And it, it, there's work involved. And some day I was having one of those moments of doubt that we all have as entrepreneurs, as creators, right? Even artists go through it. As a creator, you're like, man, do I want to keep doing this? And a little bit later, the, that very day, uh, I got a message on Facebook. Hey, man, I just listened to episode XYZ, and it was just what I needed to hear. And then even a little later uh, in that same day, I got an email from someone else who was complimenting me on an, uh, another episode or on the podcast in general. And, you know, it was uh, you know, whoever you believe in, God, Allah, Mother Earth, you know, uh, the universal consciousness, someone out there heard my doubt and listened and sent those messages back to me. And here we are episodes later, 200 episodes in, and I'm still going strong. So my doubt is gone. 
at least for now. I'm sure I'll have another doubtful moment and they'll listen again and I'll get more um, motivation to keep on going. So again, uh, all that to say, I wanted to thank you for continuing to listen and continuing to show that you're getting the value. And if you are getting the value, right? Yeah, you know where I'm going now, right? And you want to keep getting all these awesome episodes. Make sure you go on down there, hit that subscribe button while you're there. That's right. Hit those five stars. Drop us some kind words in the reviews. I read every single one of them, and I'm always humbled by some of the great comments that are coming up. Ask questions. Uh, serve up some ideas. I, 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 I'm listening to you uh, and using you as a sounding board to create the content that's coming out here. Uh, and, you know, just as a reminder, those subscribes, ratings and reviews are telling those podcast platforms out there to lift us up a little bit in the rankings so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like you. So again, thank you. 200 times and please take a moment show the love and help spread the word all right so you know if i think back you know as many of you know in my story and i'm not talking about the the bad sides of my stories you know i'm not talking about the the overcoming adversity of, of drugs to the point of actually dealing it and the police kicking open my door i'm not talking about overcoming the adversity of a loss of an 18 month old daughter i'm not even talking about the overcoming the adversity of going through a hellacious relationship and coming out the other side. Uh, I won't say unscathed because I was scathed, a little wounded. Uh, the wounds are healing uh, quite nicely. But I'm talking about overcoming the corporate America mentality. As so many of us entrepreneurs know that if you've been in that cubicle and you busted out, it's a different kind of freedom, right? You know, Because when you're there, you didn't have the freedom to do what you wanted, when you wanted. And if you did it, you probably got fired, right? Uh, <laughs> but you busted out of that cubicle to make that change, to have that freedom. You, you took that leap of faith and you started your company or you started your idea or endeavor and uh, you spent a lot of time doing it. And then as you began to see the success you wanted, right? You maybe you started rubbing elbows with a different type of person, right? You're talking about these high energy idea generators, right? They're always eager to find those solutions to those challenges that are out there. After all, that's, that's what the entrepreneurs do, right? They see a problem and they solve it, right? And sometimes they don't even, they see a problem that so many others have accepted as the norm, right? But they get out there and they're like, you know what? I could fix that. I can make this better. I can make them stronger. I can make them faster. All right. So the folks that are as old as I am just remember the $6 million man. Anyway, but talking to these type of folks is endless, endless fun, which is one of the reasons why I will continue to do 200 more episodes. Uh, it, it, engaging all these idea generating high-end energy very successful eager to find uh, solutions to challenges entrepreneurs on this show but all that is to say as you talk to these types of people you begin to notice some very interesting patterns emerge and that's what i wanted to share with you today is some of those common patterns that can make your company and you successful 
And the very first one is probably the one I just, I kind of just mentioned is they work the formula, right? And it's, it's not super hard. It's actually very basic. And when it comes to building a successful company, right? Is it's only got four steps in it, right? Now, not everyone will take all four steps, but here they are. Number one, let's identify that problem. Like I was talking about, they see something in the marketplace, a hole, an issue, a gap, a problem. And then they go to step number two. They create a solution to that problem. That's what you're doing in your business. You see a problem and you create a solution. Even the, the hamburger stand is a solution to a problem. Someone's hungry. They want a burger. I make one, right? That solves the problem. That's step three. You solve the problem. Step four, you build your successful company from that. That's easy. Identify the problem. Create the solution. Solve the problem. Build your company. Bam. There it is. I mean, even I have have taken that same route. Is I saw an, a need, for, especially for my, my podcasting friends who just started their podcast or maybe just started it in the past six months. And they're starting to get like I did or I mentioned earlier, right? Where they're like, man, I'm getting that doubt. They're just feeling that. I mean, the th- statistics on podcasting is so many of folks don't make it past a month or two. I mean, they don't make it past episode number 10. And here we are on episode 200. Um, but to uh, offset that is the, one of the keys is they're not getting the right kind of exposure, right? They need to get their content out there. And they're like, I'm getting my content out there via my podcast. No, there's other ways that you need to get your content out there in a way that will draw people to you, right? You need to get articles out there. You even do PR releases. You need to do videos. You need to do um, other podcasts that uh, you you guest on or you push content that drive people back to you. Uh, and there's a way to do that. It's not hard. And so that was my solution to that problem, identified a problem of how a podcaster can become an authority in their space. And I created a solution, right? I created a way they can come to me uh, and answer a few simple questions, right? Maybe depending on the, uh, the, the type of content we want to uh, pull together, it could be 10 to maybe 25 different questions, right? I want to get a good solid understanding and I take that information and I mold it into articles and, and blog posts and videos and other podcasts that they don't even need to appear on, right? And I put it out there on high authority sites all pointing back to them. Now there's some, you know, there's some details down under the covers, you know, there's some uh, hooks you want to put in there, keywords you want to drive in there. But the thing is, they could do this on their own if they wanted to. They certainly could, and some folks do. Um, but if they just want to come and say, here, I'm going to answer these 25 questions and you go do it for me. Here, I'm going to pay you, you go do it. I've got a process in place Bam, there it is. I identified a problem. I created a solution. I solved the problem and I'm building as a result. So time and again, you're going to hear folks discussing how they're annoyed by this problem or that problem. It's us entrepreneurs like you, like me, that get out there and develop their skills, their solutions, and as a result, their company. And that brings us on to number two, which is keep it simple. You'll find the most successful entrepreneurs 
are successful because their company is not everything for everybody, right? You've heard me say this before. If you try to reach everybody, you end up reaching nobody. They find a solution for a little niche group of folks, a core audience, and even down to their tribe. And they focus on those folks, serving them 150% and maximizing their superpowers and their abilities and their passions and their staff to service those folks the best way they know how. And as a result, they have confidence. And that's number three. They exude confidence. Now, mind you, I didn't say arrogance. They're very confident in who they are, in who they serve, and how they serve them. So they're really not selling. They're they're getting out there and they're sharing. And the people they share with are like, I connect with you. I totally resonate with that. That's the perfect solution for the problem I'm having. And they're like, here, take my money, please, right? So it becomes a uh, effortless. So these highly successful entrepreneurs are not arrogant people. They don't think they know everything. And actually, most of them will quite admittedly say, you know, I don't know everything and I'm a continual learner. However, when it comes to their niche, they know it very well. They're very confident and they're still learning more about it every single day. And because of that, that's number, here comes number four. They're able to acknowledge their weaknesses. <laughs> Confident people know their weaknesses. They're, they'll sit there and say things like, man, I suck at accounting or I'm awful at integration um, or I suck at marketing, right? They know what their weaknesses are. So what do they do? Well, they stay in their lane. They know where they excel. They know where they are great. They know where they are the cream of the crop in these one, two, or three areas. And they stay in those lanes. They don't leave that zone of genius. What they do as soon as they're able is they bring on people that fill in their weakness with the, those, that person's greatness, right? So if I suck at accounting, I'm going to go out and find someone that just lives and breathes accounting and bring them on board because now their genius is going to be, uh, my, my genius will be amplified by their genius. Your genius will be amplified by someone else's genius who fills your gaps, fills your holes, right? It's these kind of non-arrogant, self-aware um, characteristics that make the difference between an epic entrepreneur and someone who's just trying. Does that make sense? All right. And you've heard me mention this next one a number of times, but it's just that important mindset. Yeah, you're going to have to operate from an abundant mindset. See, here's the thing. Mindset is everything. If you ignore this amazing tool between your ears and the impact it can have on your day-to-day -day actions, minute to minute, and how everything else just kind of trickles down from that, then you're missing so much more. Uh, probably 95% of the folks I've been lucky enough to engage in um, emphasize this, this mindset of abundance, having a vision and investing in yourself. And I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about taking the time to invest in yourself, to educate yourself, to understand more about what's going on inside your head and inside your world and inside your business. And here's the thing. Uh, I think as you, as you hear, if you go back and listen to any of the interview episodes, which there's been over 
50 of them. I think I just did interview number 60. Um, not all of them are released, obviously. But you'll hear that not everyone of these uh, amazing folks have reached their financial goal or their ultimate vision, but they know they will because of this mindset of abundance, this vision they have, and how they continue to invest in their mindset, in themselves, and in their business. And as a result, they're following rule number six, or pattern number six, and they're avoiding the scarcity thinking. And they're also avoiding some of the bringing folks into their sphere of influence that have that scarcity thinking. You know, those folks that are out there saying, well, what do you charge? Or what do you cost? I mean, within the first few minutes of that type of a conversation, you can identify someone who has a scarcity mindset. And if, if that's not your goal to alter their mindset in your business, then you probably don't want to bring them into your sphere of influence because they're not ready yet, right? They're in a different space than you are. And unless it's your role to help mold that space for them, then you'll be spending, it will become almost a high maintenance, a client of sorts. You're going to want folks in your sphere of influence that have a, a, an abundance mindset, like I mentioned earlier. And for them, it's things like, what does an investment with you or your product or your service look like, right? When you hear that kind of language, ah, now they're avoiding scarcity thinking. They're ready to join the fray and get in there, get their hands dirty and grow with you. This really um, exemplifies pattern number seven, which is attract others like you. When you're operating from this mindset of, uh, of abundance, it's like this magnet, right? It's like Napoleon Hill says, you're sending out these signals and they start coming back from the universal consciousness. You start repelling those that don't think like you and attracting those that do. And this is where it comes back to what I, you've heard me say so many times over and over and over again, just be you. Because when you're trying to be something you're not, now I'm not saying something you couldn't aspire to be, that's still being you. If you make your vision and you see, who do I need to become to reach my ultimate vision? Well, then that's just a future version of you and you're heading towards that. But be who you are today and who you're aspiring to become is still being you, right? Don't be Gary V. Don't be Billy Jean or whoever it is that you idolize. Be you and aspire to be a better version of you. And this attracts those um, like you to you. And I think the final pattern I want to mention is, I'm going to quote uh, my mentor, uh, we all win when we all win, right? Because we all win together. We all lose together. If you're out there providing an excellent product or service and you're helping your clients and your prospects and your customers win, then you're winning. So we all win together. And like my man Sid Clevenger says, we all win when we all win. We all rise with the tide together. When you win, your tribe wins. And when your tribe wins, you win. All right, y'all, man, that wraps up another amazing week here at the Dark Horse HQ. And hey, don't forget Monday, man, Larry Hankin. Dude, this guy is a phenomenal. Over 195 credits under his belt in Hollywood uh, across 50 plus decades. All right, so be sure to catch that on Monday morning. 
As I mentioned before, I know you want to keep getting the value from these interview episodes and all the success solo episodes I'm dropping. I'm dropping. So make sure you go on down there, hit that subscribe button, leave us a five star rating, and of course, drop us some kind words in the reviews. I read every single one of them. Leave questions in there, and I'm happy to answer them on here. Share your thoughts. Um, give some constructive criticism. Maybe there's someone you'd like to have have us interview on the show. Maybe this is a topic you like to go deeper on. Share that in the reviews, and I'm happy to do that. Uh, and again. And like I've mentioned before, these subscribes, ratings, reviews, they tell those podcast platforms out there that you are getting the value and they give us a little kick up in the rankings a little bit so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like yourself. So please take a moment and show the love. And of course, don't keep all this entrepreneurial G-O-L-D all to yourself. Share this podcast with other entrepreneurs and business owners you know will get value from it. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.